0: Sam Walker's Desert Diaries. Week three. Hello, Arizona calling. Week three, ding, ding. Uh, Now we've got the food in, worked out where the petrol stations are, except, of course, they're called gas stations, know how to get the girls to school, starting to slowly get other things into place. The kind of, I suppose, the first few weeks of... Things new and amazing we're now like oh we actually have to function as human adults in society so this week I've got a mobile phone or a cell of course as they're called here nice in a shop um, in what's called a strip mall it's not rude it's just a selection of shops kind of on the side of the road with a bit of parking around them but they call them strip malls because they're not in sort of big buildings like the Trafford Centre or Westfield or whatever so just getting sorted in this shop and a voice says oh you sound a bit like me We get chatting a man called Martin who moved here 25 years ago from Leicester, not far from where I grew up, actually, in the Midlands 100 years ago. Madness. I mean, such a small world. So new friend in Phoenix, number one. And it's weird, actually, because obviously this feels like the most monumental thing that anyone has ever done because it's the most monumental thing that we've ever done. But of course, you realise that people do this all the time. People leave their countries and go and live elsewhere and throw their lives up in the air. And we just really need to get a grip and get on with it, I suppose. (laughs) But we had uh, supermarket fun this week as well, as we found the British section in world foods. You know when you go to Asda or Morrison's or Sainsbury's or whatever, and there's the international food section, and you can gawp at exotic foodstuffs from around the world. Now, of course, those exotic foodstuffs are PG Tips... As much as I miss a decent brew because they cannot make a cup of tea here. $12 for a box of PG. You having a joke? Please pop some in a jiffy bag for me. And Ribena. Now, I love Ribena as much as the next person. The girls were very excited to see Ribena. $8. Come, Come on. Surely nobody misses Cordial that much. I'll pass. Thank you. We had a really lovely afternoon In Anthem, actually. It's a town right in the desert, about 15 miles north of Phoenix. So you drive out past miles and miles of cacti and mountains. It's just magical. It seems so remote, and yet you're so near to this really big city. And we're invited to Mike and Alison's house. Now, Mike works with Dave, my husband, and they cooked us a really lovely barbecue. Bit confused by the strange British people who don't eat meat, (laughs) but they made us some bean burgers. And then, get this, to make us feel at home, they had recorded the Manchester derby from about a month ago and then played it on the big screen in their sitting room so we could watch it. We were sitting there and I was like, I know who won and I know who scored even. So it's a bit strange to sit and watch a month old football match. But how sweet of them to think that's going to make us feel like home. Football phobic husbands like this means nothing to me. But it was lovely of them. Thank you. If you got in touch on Twitter as well, at Walker Sam, it's really nice to hear from you. I had a few requests to ask us about our animals, actually. Now, you might know we've got three cats and one great, massive, dozy hound called Juno. And yes, they are all here. After the debacle of Laptop Man and our delay in emigrating, we were really worried they were actually going to get to Phoenix before us. But it's all fairly painless, actually. They don't need a passport because I think the United States has got all the diseases. So they needed a few injections like rabies and then all the normal shots that animals get. Then basically a lovely man called Mike from Newcastle came to pick them up from our house in Manchester. Put them in a crate. Yeah, I cried, obviously. Uh, Took them to Windsor for three days where they stayed in a little boarding kennel because basically I needed them out of the way when the shipping container came. Imagine that. They load up the shipping container. Where's the cat? Oh, I don't know. Uh, So they went down to Windsor and hung out in the little vet kennels there. Then they got taken to Heathrow and put on a plane. And yes, I tracked the journey across the Atlantic on a little app so I could see when they arrived. It was so exciting. Then a lovely lady called Jenny delivered them to our door. Cats came out first, as you can imagine, furious, absolutely fuming. Carlos refused to come out until, of course, I gave them all treats. And then they were absolutely fine because that's all they care about, food. And the dog bounded out of the crate like nothing had ever happened, like she had seen us that morning. I'm obviously tearful again. Oh, Juno, you're here. She was like, where's the ball? Come on, where's the bone? Let's play. It's just unbelievable. They've all settled in so well. Amazing that we've gone from an apple tree and drizzle in the garden to cacti and baking heat. And they're like, what? We've got food. We've got somewhere to sleep. Our family's here. What more do we need? I guess there's a lesson for us all in there, really, isn't there? I'll see you in the desert.